0: Welcome back to the Bible Reading Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Shelnut, and I'm joined by the fabulous, by the amazing, by the, you know, I think I'm running out of adjectives. Mm. <laughs>
1: You could just say Nessa.
0: You're right, I could, (laughs) but I just don't think that sums it up. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm joined by, as you heard, Nessa Goss, um, my amazing co-host. How are you doing, Nessa?
1: Doing good, tired. It's June. We're one week away from Camp Numa. Yes, we are. So everything's just really busy. So
0: For those of you who don't know, Camp Numa is our VBS at Believer's Church, um, and it's basically like summer camp crammed into 4 days of yep. fun and activities and sweating and outside. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Lots <of> outside. <laughs>
0: yes, but it's awesome. The kids love it. So if you've got children um, three, around the age 3 to
1: 11 11. Sixth grade. Yeah. Yes.
0: Bring them down if you're in the area. Um, we we know that some people are, but you know, yes. plenty of our listeners aren't. But if you are, that's something totally fun to do. It's mm-hmm. this week next week. Next week. Yes. It's next week by the time this podcast comes out. It's next week. Yes. So, this is busy season for Nessa. This yes. is this is the time where, you know, you buckle down and you pray. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but we appreciate anyone who does children's ministry because we know that that is hard. Yes. hard work. It it is truly the Lord's work. Yes. So, but we're excited. It's going to be good. Um summer's halfway over. Uh <laughs> I'm kidding. Summer's <laughs> not halfway over, but June is halfway over yes. at this point. So um, that, that's our little marker, um, mm-hmm. Camp Numa,
1: Right. How's your week been?
0: My week has been good. We just got back from yes. out of town. I know you were in Savannah mm-hmm. two weeks ago and yes. I am in it Savannah or I was in Savannah. Yep. And so we just got back. Um, Robbie, my husband had a work trip that we had to take and it was amazing. It was awesome. Woo-hoo. We got to chill. We got to eat a lot of good food and we got to spend company money, which was great. Yes, <laughs> But we are back now. We are yes. so excited. We are so happy to be here. Um, we hope to inspire you guys to read your Bibles every single day. Zero excuse. Now, even though the podcast does not come out every single day um we hope that every Wednesday it just Mm -hmm. inspires you to read the stories we're talking about to dive deeper to just get to know your word because we need it we need it in this day and age we need it we need it we definitely do yes so this week we are still going to continue with Solomon um I think we're going to end Solomon's story here. Or right, yeah. We're, we're going to end him here. It's a good place. Yeah, it's a good little place. And this is where his story does end. Um, we did not really brush over all his accomplishments, um, but we encourage you to go back and read the story of how he built the temple and mm-hmm. how he glorified God yes. and his stories of wisdom and the examples that the Bible gives of his wisdom. Um, they're really great. They're really awesome. We're talking about something a little weird today. Yeah. Well, it's not weird. But it's weird.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely one of those topics where people are like, Well, this was in the Bible and
0: Yeah. You know. And they kinda use it to justify some weird stuff. Right. But we're we're not justifying today at all. No. We're just gonna read the story and we're gonna talk about it. Yes. And we're gonna, you know, glean from it and get some wisdom from it. Yes. And I think you guys are going to be pleasantly blessed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pleasantly blessed. <laughs> yes. It's not Badly blessed, but <laughs> pleasantly
0: blessed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's get into let's it. Let's do it. Um, we're in First Kings eleven, mm-hmm. and we're gonna read the entire chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, you guys, uh, we 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 can't super get into depth okay. about this topic. Um, this this topic is is once again gonna just kind of be. Kind of a door, I think, um, into topics that we're going to speak on in the future. Yeah. But this is just kind of a little sounding board. We're already with Solomon, so we're just going to continue with him. Yes. Now, um, Solomon ruled for quite some time. Um, he God kept his promise and, prom- and promised him a long life. And he did rule Jerusalem for a while. Yes. But this is how his story kind of ends. So... First Kings 11. Let's do it. Let's do it. Solomon's many wives. Now King Solomon loved many foreign women. Besides Pharaoh's daughter, he married women from Moab, Ammon, Edom, Sidon, and from among the Hittites. The Lord had clearly instructed the people of Israel, you must not marry them because they will turn your hearts to their gods. Yet Solomon insisted on loving them anyway. He had 700 wives of royal birth and 300 concubines. And in fact, they did turn his heart away from the Lord. In Solomon's old age, they turned his heart to worship other gods instead of being completely faithful to the Lord, his God, as his father David had been. Solomon worshiped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the, the goddess of the Sidonians and Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites, in this way Solomon did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He refused to follow the Lord completely as his father David had done. On the Mount of Olives east of Jerusalem, he even built a pagan shrine for Chemosh the detestable god of Moab, and another for Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. Solomon built such shrines for all his foreign wives to use for burning incense and sacrificing to their gods. The Lord was very angry with Solomon for his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. He had warned Solomon specifically about worshiping other gods, but Solomon did not listen to the Lord's command. So now the Lord said to him, Since you have not kept my covenant and have disobeyed my decrees, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your servants. But for the sake of your father, David, I will not do this while you are still alive. I will take the kingdom away from your son, and even so, I will not take away the entire kingdom. I will let him be king of one tribe for the sake of my servant, David, and for the sake of Jerusalem, my chosen city. Then the Lord raised up Hadad, the Idiomite, a member of Edom's royal family, to be Solomon's adversary. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty intense. That's extremely intense. Okay, so I know what jumps out at me. What jumps out at you? So?
1: Because I've had the privilege of being able to visit Israel mm-hmm. and go to Jerusalem, I've been to the Mount Olives the Mount of Olives, and uh-huh. to like picture a sh- pagan shrine.
0: Disrespectful.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to these false gods. Yes. Just to please these wives.
1: Well, there's a thousand of them. So <laughs> <laughs> he must be miserable.
0: <laughs> right. Even the wisest man documented yes. is so hard headed. Yes. Because the Bible takes its time to say that the Lord specifically warned Solomon against these women, against. Worshipping other gods, like God was very specific to him. And mm-hmm. he still, and ins- I uh, like the, how the Bible phrases it, insisted on loving them anyway. Yes. What do you insist on loving anyway? Right. Um. <laughs> that you just can't <laughs> let go of in That's your life. Though. That God has yes. specifically said, don't do that. And yep. you still do it. Okay. Let it go. You guys, listen, y'all already know. I have an 18 month old. Yes. My 18 month old, God bless her. She likes toilet paper. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know what it is. She likes toilet paper. She likes eating it. She likes tearing it into tiny little pieces and stringing it all over my house. She, she's a little toilet paper addict. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I can't pray for her, y'all. And I have told her a million and ten times, Hazel, we do not eat toilet paper. Yeah. Hazel, we do not play with toilet paper. You, you're not old enough to understand yet what it's used for. Mm-hmm. But I have told you a million and ten times, do not touch that toilet paper. Right. And, of course... Hazel will look at me, smile, mm-hmm. and touch the toilet paper. Yes. <laughs> and to me, I think, okay, she's just a baby. Like, that's just what they do, that's just how they are. But how many of us act like that yeah. in our day to day lives? Don't watch porn, don't smoke, don't drink don't do these things like these are specific things that I have been warning you against to tell you not to do them. And still you go and do them and you insist on doing it anyway, despite its destruction towards you. Right. Solomon loses an entire kingdom. Yes. Over women. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: let's let that sink in now. To say it's over women is probably simplifying, simplifying right. right, right. It yes. because he was being disobedient. He right. was building shrines. He was worshiping other gods, yes. which has been a Ten Commandment for years and years and years and years and years. Don't do that. He knew what was right. He knew what was wrong. And once again, the Bible stresses that Solomon had wisdom. Solomon was smart. Solomon knew right from wrong. Right. But he chose to let other voices, chose to let other influences influence his actions. Mm-hmm. And even though it says in his old age, he still, like, they said that the Bible says, in fact, they did turn his heart away from the Lord. Yes. And they turned his heart to worship other gods instead of being completely faithful. Mm -hmm. God wants us to be completely faithful. Yes. He wants our he wants our everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it never made sense to me as a kid when people would be like, Oh, God's a jealous God, yeah, but but he is. He he desires every ounce of worship, he desires every ounce of praise because he's worthy of it because of who he is. And he knows that these other gods, he knows that these goddesses that they mentioned, they they even mm-hmm. mentioned goddesses and gods, mm-hmm. like with little g's, that yes. there's no there's no power in them, no. and so. It's just, it's kind of a crazy story. Yeah. Like, people joke around about it, like, oh, well, Solomon had many wives, and Solomon was very vulnerable. And that blah, was blah. the
1: little topic that we were.
0: Brushing over, like, oh, that's
1: yeah. people use it to justify. Yeah, for, people use it to justify you know, the weird the stuff Bible. of,
0: yeah, like, oh, I should be able to have multiple wives right. because this guy had multiple wives. God never said that that was okay. That was a culture thing. Yes. It wasn't something that God and ordained. He
1: specifically said, don't marry these women.
0: Yes, and he specifically said, do not marry a bunch of. Women that are going to lead your heart away from the things of the Lord. And I think that people like to use Solomon as an example or use, you know, even David had multiple wives, but David remained completely faithful to the Lord, which is something that his son did not. But even so, God does not condone marriage with multiple people. God does not condone um polyamory or anything like that. He yeah. doesn't condone it because he knows that... Um, The Bible is specific and says it's between one male and one female joined as one flesh. Like that's that's what the Bible says. So even though it's in the Bible and even though it is something that was common, Mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's something that we can replicate and that we should take practice in just because it was part of the culture back then. Does that mean the Bible is irrelevant? No, No, of course not. The Bible says, um, "The Bible says that God uses the Bible and uses the Word of God." to spread his good works. Um, But what it does mean is that we cannot use culture as an excuse to behave any sort of way and ignore the instruction of God and ignore his wisdom and his specific instructions, because God is a specific God. I say it until I'm blue in the face on this podcast. He's very specific to the order of how things should go, of how people should behave and how people should act. And you may see it as controlling, but it's really protection. Mm -hmm. And, even in God's grace and mercy he still does not completely take away everything from Solomon. Right. Now now he does take it away from his son. And after this, the descendants are just scattered. You guys, they're wicked. They're scattered. Solomon sets a precedent where they worship other gods over the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it isn't until the prophet Elijah comes in much later towards the end of Kings. What are y'all doing? Right. To come and correct the course (laughs) after um, wicked queen Jezebel, that things start turning around. But it is centuries yep. of horrible kings that worship other gods because of Solomon's mm-hmm. mistake. So that's it, it's a lot. It is a lot. It, it, it's a lot, but obedience is so crucial. And it's not just for the kings of Israel or the kings of Jerusalem, it's for everybody, right. everybody's day to day life. I like that God decides to include this in the story. Yeah. Hey. Solomon loved foreign women. Like he, he had a crutch. He had a, he Mm -hmm. he definitely had a lust um, issue, and this turned him away from God. And even though God had warned him, he still chose to do his own thing. He still chose to pick his own way. So, what I would caution against is find those things in your life. What do you insist on loving anyway? It could be as innocent as TikTok, or as negative and as detrimental as you know. smoking or drinking or you know any of those things like what do you insist on loving that is killing you Mm -hmm. that is destroying and separating you from god yeah um and to
1: me when you insist on something it speaks that there's something in your life that you're trying to fulfill Mm, That's good. and if you're insisting on this thing and you can't let it go god can't have that piece of you yeah and so like you're saying it's not complete Mm -hmm. faithfulness to him yeah and so why why is god not why are you not letting God touch that? Yeah. Is it, are you scared? Are you, is it too, you're too addicted? Is it mm-hmm. your, you don't want to let it go because of the way it makes you feel. Whatever the case may be, you're not letting God
0: fully have you. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Not letting him, yeah, not letting him fully have you and not being completely faithful. And wow. And it starts with that
1: one choice. Like yeah. he chose To choose these women. Mm -hmm. God gave him a choice. Yeah. And he chose to choose these women. It wasn't like he was worshiping Molech right away. Yeah, he wasn't.
0: It was a slow little fall into it where he's like, okay, well, these are my my wives' gods and they need shrines. So I'm going to go ahead and worship them even though I know that the God I serve is the one true God. And I like that the Bible says... Even though he appeared to him twice. Mm. Like the Lord, the Lord was very angry with Solomon for his heart had turned away from the Lord who had appeared to him twice. Mm. God was very real yes. to Solomon. God was, made himself known to Solomon, um, sought him out, asked him what he wanted, asked him what he wanted for wisdom. And he still turned his heart away. Yep. So it, oh man. And I like that at this point, David's been dead for probably over 70 plus years, you know, Mm -hmm. and God is still keeping his covenant with David and God is still keeping Solomon under his slight protection because of David, because he says that multiple times. He says, you know, for the sake of my servant, David, and for the sake of Jerusalem, my chosen city, I will spare you in this way. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we talked last week about the impact parents really have on their kids, Oh my Lord, yes. I hope that one day Hazel and my son are considered in that way. Like mm-hmm. because of my servant, Brianna, I'm going to spare you from these troubles. I'm going to spare you from these hardships yeah. because your, your mother or your father was faithful in serving me. And even though you've fallen short, you're still covered under their blessing because I'm a generational God mm-hmm. and I want to maintain my covenant with all of you yeah. and it, and I think that a lot of times in the Bible, unfortunately, God does punish the next generation. God does punish the children of the childrens, and even with the case of the blind man in the New Testament, mm-hmm. the this was so common that the disciples asked Jesus, "Oh, why was this man? You know, why was why was this man born blind? Was yeah. it something his parents did? Was right. it something his family did?" And then Jesus has to correct them and say none of that it's just because to glorify, to glorify yeah. me i have to show my glory so i think that because god is so generational and keeping that in mind and we talked about it last week but keeping it in mind that what we do matters yes what we choose matters every single day and it matters to god you may not you may think that one action is innocent and it ends up affecting your entire generation and that's not to say with fear or anything like that but that's right. to inspire okay, my life has a purpose. It might not be a purpose that I see, but it could be a purpose for my children and their children and their children and right. their children. Mm-hmm. And what I do today, how I conduct myself today should reflect that, should yeah. reflect that I'm not just thinking of myself or my needs or my selfish wants, but I'm also focusing on who's coming behind me and who's coming uh, and who came before me as well.
1: Yes, Sure. So,
0: just so powerful. Um, not really a story that gets told a lot, for sure, and for obvious reasons. Like we don't really want to talk about or think about a thousand lives <laughs> <thousand> <laughs> <laughs> and the implications of that. <laughs> but yeah. there's so much to glean from that, and this is truly where Solomon's story, yeah, ends. Um, it's, the Bible says that the Lord raised up Hadad the Edomite, um, to be Solomon's adversary. Yep the Lord raised him up. Yes. The Lord raised up an enemy for Solomon to take him down. That's crazy. And this was an enemy that David had already defeated Mm -hmm. and God raised him up again to take him down and to um, get him to get the kingdom away from him. And the story kind of continues. We definitely encourage you to go read. Um, It's incredible. Um, There are rebel leaders who come against Solomon and Yep. It's because he abandoned God and worshipped Ashtoreth, Chemoth, Molech, all these things. And so it, it was just crazy. And if you want to do a little bit more research on, you know, these gods, um, oh my Lord, it's it, yeah. it's truly what the, the Bible says. the implications of why yeah. God
1: was so angry.
0: For sure. It's truly detestable. Mm-hmm. Um, most of these gods required child sacrifices and most of these gods were just... Wicked, evil. So um, it's definitely a deep dive. If if you're the type of person who likes to do those kind of deep dives with the Bible, um, mm-hmm. I definitely encourage it because it's it's very eye opening. Yes. Um, God does not do anything without reason. No. He he's not random. He's not reckless. He's not any of that. He's he's very specific, and there are reasons why we need to obey his decrees and obey his laws. Yes. And we know we've been hitting it super hard over the past couple of weeks, but obedience is so important, and you don't realize how important obedience is until you go and read your Bible right. so for people who kind of want to argue that oh well I can live any way I want and yeah. there's just so much grace which there is right? but, but mm-hmm. God shows us time and time and time and time again in the Old Testament and in the New Testament that obedience is something that he greatly honors and greatly greatly places importance on in everybody's lives absolutely it's a, it's a running theme for sure and so, um, the story kind of ends with Solomon and we're going to end him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says Solomon ruled in Jerusalem over all Israel for 40 years. When he died, he was buried in the city of David named for his father. Then his son, Rehobo Rehoboam, Rehoboam?
1: Something, Rehoboam.
0: Rehoboam. Okay. I like that one. <laughs> Rehoboam became the next king. Mm-hmm. So 40 years is not a very long reign. Um, He compared to David. Right. But um, it all starts with them wives. Yep. His descent. His descent. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Started with them wives. So just to close it out, you know, like we need to be completely faithful to the Lord. We need to make sure that everything that we, Love is what God loves. Everything that we cherish is what God cherishes and finds important. And if you don't know those things, God is more than happy to give you specific instructions on what those things are. And he has in his word. Which is why we highly recommend, we want to inspire you to read read the word. Read your Bible. Zero excuses. Zero excuses because it's important.
1: important Because if Jesus did not obey God, Mm -hmm. he would not have died. You know, and so... Preach it, Nessa. In a place that Solomon disobeyed,
0: (laughs) Jesus obeyed. Yes. And, whew, (laughs) chills. Glad we looked that up. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And we know we all fall short. That's what the Bible says in Romans. We're all going to fall short. That's why we have Jesus. But like Brianna said, there's grace, but you got to keep making strides. Mm -hmm. You got to keep obeying. This isn't a... Get your free jail ticket. Get out of Isn't jail for free. Free for all.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I truly believe the less you obey, your heart, your heart becomes hard. Yeah, it does. And you turn away from Christ. Yep. I We don't have to go into the topic, but I don't believe in once saved, always saved. Because mm-hmm. if you're not obeying, mm-hmm. you're turning away from God.
0: Mm-hmm. And it shows that your heart can turn away, that right. your heart is very deceitful, and that you can just shift.
1: Right. So, yep. obey.
0: So, yep. Obey. Pray and obey. <laughs> it's going to be our slogan. Pray and obey. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's all you can do. Yes, it is. But, all righty. You ready to close it out? Mm-hmm. You want to pray this time? Yes. Go for it.
1: All right. We'll pray in closing, dear Lord, we thank you for this podcast. We thank you for the opportunity just to read your word once again and give it to the people that are listening. We pray that it, was, it spoke to them and that there was truth. And we just pray for the listeners right now that if they feel convicted, that they just repent and they turn to you. And we know that we will fall short. But as long as we're getting back up on our feet and we ask for grace, we repent and we do our best to follow your word we know that you're with us and we thank you for that thank you for your truth and we love you jesus amen
0: amen all right and we'll see you next week